doing? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News. We got another episode coming at you. Got uh, a couple things to talk about today. We have an update in the Midland incident down south, and it has been released. Who was involved in that incident? Also, Kingsman in the news. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, I had a brain fart there for a minute. And also, my second channel, for those that are into gun rights and all that good stuff, gun news, get over there, check it out. We're going to be pumping on that momentarily. We're going to get a couple of the videos up uh, this week on that. But we're going to go over and check out... Are we ready? You're news. listening to Hollywood on Motorcycle Madhouse on iTunes and all major podcasting platforms. Okay, the update is finally out in Midland. Uh, this from yourbasin.com, the motorcycle gang shooting. Uh, the motorcycle gangs or clubs involved in the shooting on Sunday, February 16th, 2020. Were the Banditos and the Mongols? We knew about this uh, basically after it happened, uh, but a lot of uh, misinformation was being put out there. We basically knew the clubs, but we didn't want to put it out there until it came officially out in the MSM. Uh, that way, if it was wrong, you guys can blame them, not me. Uh, according to the city of Midland, the deceased victim has been identified as Alex Canales Villaria, 45 years of age from McAllen, uh, Texas. Mexican has been uh, notified. The investigation is ongoing. Uh, our thoughts go out to uh, Alex's family, friends. Uh, members in the club, the whole nine yards, man. It uh, sad state of affairs, sad state of affairs. Uh, our main story coming off of that uh, incident, and one that I actually was talking about in an op-ed I just did, and boy, did that raise some eyebrows. But I also put a couple polls out there uh, through YouTube, through uh, Twitter, and some other ones. The TABC suspended the liquor license at the bar where the shooting happened. And I got a little pushback and I was a little surprised on some of the stuff that came out of that uh, discussion. And I'm going to talk about that later on in the segment. But to give you a little bit of what's happening, uh, let me play this for you. Bar's liquor license is suspended for a week following the deadly rival biker gang shootout on Sunday. Midland police have not released the name of the person shot and killed, they nor did, have they no. named any suspects either. The shooting killed one person and injured three others at the Your Place bar along Wall Street Sunday night. Just yesterday, the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission suspended the liquor license until February 24th. The TABC said in a statement, quote, the goal of the suspension is to allow TABC agents and local police the opportunity to safely investigate the scene of a deadly incident without fear or retaliation of additional violence, end quote. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that later on in uh, the show, but the liquor license has been temporarily suspended, meaning the owner of the bar is not making money for his family. 
Let's go to Finger Lakes Times. <laughs> oh boy, that guy looks like he had a bad day over here on the left. If you're over on Motorcycle Madhouse, Spotify, iTunes, or any of that stuff, come check it over on YouTube, man. You'll see this guy's picture, boy. He had a rough night. <laughs> uh, by Mike Hibbard. Uh, Yates County Grand Jury has indicted a suspected gang member in his girlfriend following their arrest after a high-speed chase district uh, they both look pretty uh beat up <laughs> district attorney todd casella said bradley zadul and jessica owen were arraigned tuesday in county court following the indictments Sadu, 39, of Niagara Falls, faces multiple felony counts of criminal possession of a weapon and misdemeanor counts of driving while ability impaired by drugs and fleeing a police officer. Owen, a 31, of Florida, also faces felony uh, weapons charges. The charges stem from this uh, same incident. And then uh, we go down, go down, go down. Uh, police impounded the vehicle and allegedly found another gun, numerous bags of marijuana seeds, more than 1100 in cash, a baton, knives, and drug paraphernalia. You know, they really need to start legalizing marijuana at the federal level, man. Durham says the duel appears to be a member of the Kingsman Motorcycle Club, which of federal officials have called the criminal organization engaged in such uh, crimes as distribution of drugs, sale of weapons, and promoting prostitution. The group has been lie, uh, tied to murders in western New York. And the Kingsmen, they actually have had a lot of problems within the last year or so. Uh, I believe a national was taken down for try, you know, killing uh, one of their own uh, and some other type of stuff. Uh, they got a lot of that uh, over on HarleyLiberty.com. You can check it out. Go in the search engine uh, bar over there. And uh, just type King, uh, Kingsman MC and you'd see all the stories that were popping up having to deal with the Kingsman. But yeah, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff uh, with the Kingsman has been going on lately. Okay, we're going to go to uh, another good story here. I love giving, uh, you know, what we do a lot of uh, the bad stories, a lot of stuff that ain't so good uh, in the biker scene. So I like getting out there and doing uh, some good stuff. I feature Biker Dad a lot in uh, our program because I just like the freaking guy. He really does uh, do good for the biker community. So check him out on his, uh, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And he recently, and see, you know, biker daddy can come up Northern Illinois. I'll teach you some of these stuff too. Uh, Gary Finch outdoors teaching a biker to fish and helpful hints for beginning anglers. I know my boy out, uh, in, uh, Wonder Lake, I believe it is. Uh, he's going to come up fishing this year with me. Uh, he's, uh, get, he's, uh, follower of the show if you guys like fishing let me know man we'll do some fishing and camping up in northern illinois or wisconsin i love wisconsin man it's beautiful illinois it's nothing but corn anyway uh by chris bess uh let's see here gary finch outdoors segment usually details expert advice on hunting and fishing but what if you are far from an expert Gary's also great at teaching inexperienced fishermen like WKRG.com, Biker Dad blogger Chris Best. 
That's why Gary invited Chris along for this week's story. But could he actually bag a fish? You know what? When in doubt, set up a trout line with about 50 hooks. A guaranteed let that sucker soak overnight. You got yourself catfish. Uh, spending the day on a boat instead of a bike was like being a fish out of water for Chris. After three years living on the golf uh, and about a dozen fishing attempts off local piers, had yet to catch a single fish. <laughs> so he had high hopes when setting out on uh, the river with Gary Finch and his friend Captain Will Macy. Uh, <laughs> man, it checks, you know, you need the right bait there, Chris. <laughs> uh, Gary's top three tips for new anglers practice casting in the yard. If you don't have a rod reel, see if your neighbor does. Two, be comfortable with your grip of the reel, whether it's a baitcaster or spinning combo. See which one is best suited for you. When you go fishing, take a few minutes to get familiarize yourself with the equipment. Don't be in a rush. Patience while learning to cast will reap big rewards. Most importantly, Gary says, enjoy yourself while you're in the great outdoors. Mother Nature is a wonderful place to be. And that it is, man, especially from a kid uh, coming from Chicago. Once I got out of Chicago, because I used to be the kind of person, if I didn't see the Sears Tower in my rear view mirror, I got homesick. But now that I got up to northern Illinois and all the woods, all the outdoors stuff, man, I don't miss that city whatsoever. Well, I missed the food. The food sucks out here. But, uh, you know, other than that, man, I don't miss it at all. Because me, I'm I'm real big in the mountain biking. I'm into hiking and camping and all that kind of stuff. Fishing, uh, crossbow hunting, the whole nine yards. Uh, you'll actually be able to see that on my other channel because I'm really getting that other channel going. That's for uh, gun rights. That's an outdoors uh, type of channel. Uh, you'll get a basic format of the news coming the way you are with uh, Biker News right now. But that other channel, link in below, if you're into that kind of stuff, get over there. Help the channel grow. We're really good. You know, I've been taking a lot of time uh, and really going over what I wanted to do with that channel. So finally decided on it. And, uh, you know, the gun rights stuff, uh, if you guys don't know, I am an NRA recruiter. So if you want to get into the fight, let me know. I'll give you a link to join up, or you can uh, get a hold of me, and I'll get your paperwork to get you all signed up. Anyway, another favorite of the show, Odd News. This by Fox News. Ousted New Hampshire police chief heads home in underwear after turning guns and his uniform in <laughs> a new hampshire police chief stripped down to his underwear and walked into a snowstorm after being stripped of his duties at a local board meeting richard lee was the police chief for nearly 20 years until a three-member select board voted to rely solely on coverage from the new hampshire state police during the meeting he worked part-time as the only member of the apartment, which covers the town of Croydon's roughly 700 residents. Croydon's, my fault. He was told to immediately turn in his gun and uniform as well as the keys to his police cruiser, so Lee took off his gear before the board chairman. Quote, I gave them my uniform shirt, I gave them my turtleneck, I gave them my ballistics vest, I sat down in the chair, 
took off my boots, took off my pants, put those in the chair, and put my boots back on and walked out the door, Lee said. <laughs> he didn't have spare clothes or a ride home, so Lee walked nearly a mile in 20-degree temperatures before his wife picked him up. <laughs> Lee said that if he had left with his gear, he feared the possibility of being arrested, even though the chairman, Russell Edwards, said the ex-chief's actions were unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big F you right to this dude. <laughs> this is what they demanded, and this is what I'm doing, he said, according to the Valley News. <laughs> you got to give the guy freaking credit, man. <laughs> he just put it straight up the rails. <laughs> okay, the, you know, my closing remarks as people has uh, come to say about this part of the segment the poll I was talking about earlier was the temporary suspension of the liquor license of the bar owner. And as a former bar owner, I know how much money that can cost you each day that that bar is closed. A lot of people don't understand there's a lot of back uh, business stuff going on that people don't see. One of the biggest expenses for a bar owner is their liquor license, which in Illinois is 5G's, depending on, well, that's really decided on uh, the city or the local level what they charge but five thousand is usually the norm and then you have your insurance that insurance is just whacked man by time it's said and done you're looking at fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a year not including the what you're uh, paying out for your liquor your entertainment the whole nine yards so it really kicks in the balls when you lose that license for any amount of time and i actually did an article about the, the the no colors policy now a lot of people you know you got you know there's a wide range of audience that listens to us on uh, motorcycle madhouse and watches us on youtube and the other platforms you got you always break the middle man it's 50% didn't like it 50% don't like this uh, it's all over the freaking place as far as who agrees who don't agree but one thing we should agree on is a person shouldn't lose their livelihood for something they didn't do and i think that's why more and more you're seeing the no colors policy in bars and at rallies and i'm playing devil devil uh devil advocate here right now because i was actually in that position personally i liked when the clubs came in uh because they'd spend more money they drink more but you never have a problem but it uh, again it depends what area your bar is in if there's more than one dominant uh you got you know more chances for trouble uh, you know, I even heard Chicago's having a bunch of freaking bars turn into no color stuff. And, you know, that could be the local police department freaking threatening everybody as usual. But, you know, in the article, I discuss both sides of the story here. Like I always do try to go down the middle on the things. And uh, I actually came to the point where I said, can you blame them? Because here are people that are worried about their living. You know, a lot of the supporters, and it's only these freaking supporters that come out, start with the, cons I call them conspiracy theories. 
Clubs can do no wrong. That's them, man. Well, the cops set it up or this or that. And everybody knows how I feel about Leo as it is, but I'm not one of them that are conspiracy theorists, man. I look at the actual information, try to do a little research on the subject before I make up my mind. But they'll come out and say, ah, da, 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 da. you know, it's a setup. Well, how is it a setup if they're the ones shooting at each other in a parking lot? You know, <laughs> really, does it take some brains to know that, man? You know, they're out there shooting, they're killing, and that next thing you know, the bar owner's in, you know, deep crap because of something somebody else has done. So how could you even not have any empathy for the person trying to feed their family? And I also go into the fact of... You know, these supporters, okay? I really dived in on supporters of motorcycle clubs. I get it. Clubs need their supporters to make it and stuff. But these supporters ain't making your uh, life any freaking easier, let me tell you, man. It sure the hell don't make my life easier because I get the idiots and the jackasses all the time, 24 hours a day spouting off. Uh, but they don't make your job harder with the general public. If you go over to the Midland Police Department's Facebook page and you'll see the article about this incident, go look at the citizens' reactions. Just go look. If you're a member of a club, go look at the citizens' reactions because I know you guys don't care what the, the citizens think. Okay, cool. But those are the ones who vote. Those are the ones who are in with these congressmen. So you at least better try to care. And, and, you know, as far as independents, riding clubs, uh, biker rights organizations, yes, you should care what everybody thinks because you're asking them for your help. So when your supporters go out there, act a fool, and wonder why everybody don't like what's going on, you know who to go to. <laughs> but anyway, go look at that article over on Midland Police Department's page and look at all the responses coming from citizens, man. And take that in for a minute. But personally, I don't know what clubs need to do. With the no-color policy, I can see where everybody's pissed off about it because you're going to say, well, it's my First Amendment right. Well, what about, you know, that cuts both ways. What about the right of the person in the business to make the money for his family? you got to think about that, too. So why don't you clubs just agree to make bars neutral and events neutral? You know, if you got a beef, man, take it away. That way, it don't kill it for everybody else, all the other clubs, you know, because those those no-color policies are going to start going up all over the place. And, you know, I hate to say it, but if the clubs don't stop, it's their fault. What do you want me to tell you? You know, make them neutral places. That way, this stuff don't, you know, blow up, which is already uh, started, so I don't know if you're going to be able to stop it. But, you know, that's just my viewpoint on everything. I also got uh, some of my uh, thoughts over on Instagram. I've been doing a lot more uh, short Motorcycle Madhouse uh, videos over there on Instagram. You know, five, six, seven minutes of whatever's in my head. So go over there on Instagram. Check us out. You like what's going on. Plus Twitter, the whole nine yards. Appreciate you guys coming in. 
and listening into the Madhouse today. Spotify, iTunes, all the major radios where we're at. If you're listening to us over on the radio, get over to YouTube, check us out. Don't forget to check us out on our new channel. I'm going to put the links to the new channel in the description box and on harleyliberty.com bikerlifestylemagazine.com you'll see it's RSS feed on the right hand side or at the bottom of your uh, phone and all that stuff but with that I appreciate all you guys coming aboard you guys have been freaking awesome as always Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. All persons or persons in this newscast are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our other social media platforms.